manifesting the big things. Ooh. You know, we've got almost 2 million listens to the podcast. That's a big thing. We've got over a million, like 1.2 million uh, views on YouTube. That's a big thing. Right? 60,000, 50,000, I don't remember. Members of Facebook, that's a big thing. <laughs> Pizza with extra pepperoni, a nice thin crust. Yeah, um, I mean, really good crust. The thin crust, pepperoni, extra double cheese pizza. In Australia, believe it or not, that's a big thing. God, we make so many fancy pizzas. Trying to get a good pepperoni just seems to be elusive. But I digress. Let's talk about the big thing. The big things. And we're going to cover this in three different ways, at least. Ready? See, some folks, they become obsessed with the big thing that they want, that will change everything. If they manifest that big thing, the lottery win, the soulmate, we've heard them all. They pretty much all boil down to those two. What I want, when I want, with who I want, if you want to keep it conceptual, right? Uh, I hear that all the time. Right? A couple times a week I get it. How do I manifest the big thing? Because <laughs> that will solve all my problems, Mr. 20. Well, let me get this right. The lack of the big thing didn't cause your problems. See, the real big thing is you. Your imaginal experience leads your physical experience. But let's keep going. Some people, they say start small. Because small is easy. Manifest up a dollar. Then manifest up $10. Then manifest up $100. Then manifest up $10,000. It's like, wow, man. Sounds like numbers. <laughs> See, here's what I notice. The size of the money doesn't matter either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how do you manifest? You see, a cup of coffee, that's pretty easy, right? But if you move 60 feet, manifesting a cup of coffee might be impossible. Like, if you move, if you put on scuba gear and you go 60 feet down, enjoying a cup of coffee, manifesting a cup of coffee becomes highly unlikely from what I can tell. And I know someone's going to argue with me, but Mr. 20, at 60 feet down with your scuba gear on, you could find an empty Starbucks cup that might even still have some latte in it. Like, All right, fair enough, whatever. I want you to discover how big you are. Because you're bigger than all your wishes, all your dreams, all your desires, all your fears, all your anxieties. All your failures and all your wins combined because you experience all of them. Think about it. You're like a big-ass plate. <laughs> and there's stuff on your plate. Your wins, your fears, your desires, your assumptions. <laughs> your imaginal experiences. Those you notice, those you don't. Think the girls giggled. Manifesting Mastery Course Week 1. It's week 1 for a reason. And it becomes most people's best friends. I mean, like, seriously, those who just go through, yep, I did the exercises. They were a little different. Next. <laughs> they don't get far. Those who actually do it, and then they start to realize how nuts they've been, and then they celebrate noticing how nuts they've been, their entire lives change. Week one, we get rid of that. Week two, we get rid of being loopy. Week three, we go into the manifesting methods for some reason. We wait till week three. But anyway, let's talk about those big deals, shall we? Number one, I want to manifest the big win, Mr. 20, so I only have to never have to do this again because it's so much work. Yeah, that's I hear about that.
imagination is work. See, I noticed. See, I developed a cool little protocol. I call it my Joseph Goddard protocol. And every day before I get out of bed, I nail five to twelve, six to ten, half a dozen to a dozen wishes. See, I wake up a lot during the night. I wake up slowly in the morning. And every time I wake up and doze a little bit, I nail a bun. This podcast is one of them because I will hear from you people. Someone here listening right now could be you. Will write me on day three of manifestingmasterycourse.com when you're answering those cool little questions and say the reason I signed up is I heard your podcast. I've been getting gold from it. I realize that you're not the typical LOI guy that keeps saying the same crap, the same crap, the same crap. You actually are alive and real. <laughs> no kidding. See, I use this stuff to cure myself, quote-unquote, of PTSD. I was diagnosed when I was 23, beat to death, prison riot, hostage, all that good stuff. I use this stuff to move around the world, cure myself of scoliosis, half a dozen other things, too. But I didn't look at them as a big deal, right? I, I, I chose to be a karate champion. No room for scoliosis in one of those. right? I choose to have a loving, peaceful life. No room for PTSD there. I, I chose to live in Australia with my lovely wife, Victoria. And the things that happened to make that happen. Again, most people would say they're big deals. I'd say it's everyday imagining. Because when you start getting... The, this is about everyday wins. We talked about this before. Neville says to let this become like breathing. Because it is. When you get this is like breathing, you are imagining morning, noon, and night. So prune the vine, morning, noon, and night. You'll discover it ain't work. It's actually delightful. What's work is letting the vine grow wild for decades. And then thinking you have to slash and burn it all. You see, if your past bothers you, revise yesterday. If it bothered you yesterday. I'm 55 years old. Most people don't believe that when I tell them. And I gotta tell you, if I had to revise the first 54 years of my life, the first 55 years of my life, right, that'd be a lot of revision. People email me about that. It's a big deal, Mr. 20. I had a shit childhood, then a shit teenagerhood, then when I was 24. Yeah, well, when I was 23, I got beat to death, pal. Beat that. I was born two pound four ounces, little fucking icky thing. I've been told I shouldn't have even had a fully functioning lungs. Beat that, right? Meanwhile, I want you to discover how vast and how fast you truly are. Crass commercial, manifestingmasterycourse.com. Right? 90-day adventure, $97. That's like a buck a day. The price of that cheapo cup of coffee that you may find when you're 60 feet underwater wearing your scuba gear. You see, I don't pay any attention to the supposed size of what I want. I continuously explore how vast and fast I am. I don't even define how big I am. You get that? Some people say, well, when you go to a well and you scoop a little spoon in, you get a little water out. If you scoop a cup in, you get a cup of water out. If you scoop a bucket in, you scoop a bucket of water out. And I go, wow. That'd be neat if there was a thing as a spoon and a well and a bucket. I mean, I get the analogy, the metaphor, the simile, whatever it is. But I'll tell you what I get even more. You. The more you explore how vast and fast you really are, you realize what all actually fits inside of you, which is your total experience. So it's not about dipping a, a bucket in a well or a spoon in a well. It's about you discovering you can put anything, and you have put everything in your life.
on the plate of Yule. In Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard, somebody was talking about shit stew today. They didn't use that term, but I did. Talking about anxiety, fears. You know, I'm, I'm all worked up about one thing, and what gets me out of being all worked up about one thing is I get worked up about something else. It's like you get worked up about the loogie, then you get worked up about the government, then you get worked up about the price of tea in China, then you get worked up about something that happened in 1942, then you get worked up about... Stop it. See, there's more to put on your plate than cat shit and dog shit. Right, you can put any kind of cool shit you want on there, but you're not going to if all you do is sort for shit. Stop it. So, if you got some gold today, right, if you're actually curious more and more about how imaginal experience leads physical experience, you see, that's what I became infinitely curious about. How, when imaginal experience leads physical experience. Where in my life could I play that that I haven't? That's where the courses come from, guys. My play. See, Neville taught from his experience. We teach from ours. If you want to learn how to have experiences that change your experiences, that change your experiences, join us at manifestingmasterycourse.com. Meanwhile, ah, stretching. God, I love stretching. Uh, For those who share the show... Sharing is caring. Those who share the podcast, those who share their lives with us, sharing truly is caring because we care. We love getting to know you. Most MM members, they send us an update every seven days. It's a lot of fun. Right? We discover who you are. Enjoy your shifts. Some people try to send us a novel every seven days. We just tell them, hey, I can't do that. Sorry. Uh-huh. Keep it short. <laughs> right? Because I want to get to know you. I don't want to read your book. But I do want to celebrate you. Conversation. Little tiny bits. Massive, massive, massive. Alrighty. So, those who share the show, the podcast, we shared something. Somebody shared this. You got to listen. Be the blessing. Share it too. And we'll catch you in manifestingmasterycourse.com. See ya.